welcome to Test Pilot, the podcast where you may as well watch the whole show instead. I am your host, Mark, and as always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Andy and Cassie. First again, season two, and I'm back in front. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's all true. I'd, yeah. I yeah. Think <laughs> season two's your season, man. <laughs> it's going to be a big I'll one I'll circle back around in season three. <laughs> Just gonna do a lot of weights till then. Oh, I'm I'm actually scared. Now. <laughs> I'm just gonna beat the shit yeah, out of you. Just wail on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna finally DDT you. I still don't know what that means. Mark's favorite. You Mark's gonna be so fucking impressed. If I see you do a DDT, <laughs> I fuck. You'll move up around yeah, rug in my book. You'll I become. Don't even know what that means. You just threaten to do it to me all the I'm time. I'm gonna be easily the third wheel to this um, duo. It, uh, oh, dude! If you get DD, if I get if I get DD about Cassie, Mark's just gonna be like, "Yep, well, that's game over for Andrew." Yeah, it's it's like that. It's like The Apprentice. You know the the old uh, show with Donald Trump. Trump. Yeah, he yeah. hosted. So yeah. he was trying to find his. I wonder apprentice. what ever happened to him. Uh, I don't. I'm he not became sure, not much. President of America. Huge. Yeah. So is that what you get if you win The Apprentice? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's actually. You know who sh- Jeff Probst really missed out there. Like if reality show hosts from that time were getting to be president, it should have been Jeff. Yeah, he'd he'd be good at it. I guess. I mean. It would all come down to tribal every time, but that's fine. <laughs> he just turns the Senate into I mean, tribal. that's the thing, though. Isn't isn't Survivor kind of like a democracy in itself? Yeah, it's, it's well, basically... Well, that was the whole original point. He's was sort of got the most experience as a politician, realistically. So what we're saying... He's got 20 seasons worth. ...is Jeff Price 2020. Yeah. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Andy does bring up a good point in that the whole premise of Survivor is basically, as he said, a democracy. Like, yeah. y- yes... Jeff Probst oversees a democracy. So, yeah, like the president should do. But oversee he doesn't a democracy. interfere. Exactly. But here's the thing. The apprentice. bias The apprentice, it all comes down to Trump. So Trump's just like, you're fired. You're this, you're that. Which and is kind of so his presidential style. That's what I'm saying. It's not his fault. What we didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> what we didn't realize is we're actually voting on early 2000s reality TV shows. Well, we weren't voting on shit. We're not allowed to vote there. But the American people were voting on re- early 2000s yeah. rally TV shows and they voted for the It was all one. subconsciously still in their mind, obviously. I don't think I've said this before in the history. We're into season two now, so I want to really be bringing fresh content to the table every week. But I'm going to kick it off with something I don't think I say too often on this podcast. We have a special episode today. I have oh not once heard I don't you think say I've it. ever said not that. Not once. They've all been like average. Yeah. This well, is going to be special. I think the... That's what I think I hear you say. They, they, we've got an average, yeah. average yeah, episode for you. Yeah, don't get too excited. Mm. But this Nothing week, spectacular. Mm. This week it's a special episode because it's our first episode in our second season. Again, arbitrary thing. That <laughs> no one. There's no real <laughs> distinction. We took a week off. We did take a week off. But it's our first episode in our second season where it's just the three of us hanging out, chatting shows. And yeah. that's good. So this week we are going to be talking about the Mary Tyler Moore show. R.I.P. Rest in peace. I didn't yeah. know she was dead. Um, my mom told me on the phone. Oh, that's going to change everything Mary I've Tyler got to say. And she's, I'm like, we're doing the Mary Tyler Moore show. And she was like, oh, because it's topical. And I when was did like, she die? Like very recently, apparently. I don't think that's true. Yeah, I don't Look, know. Look, actually, my mom would lie to me about this. So. <laughs> Amazing. Um, she's When she's not <laughs> spreading <laughs> lies and slander about Annie letting her come on the show and do I reckon she's shows. talking about Rhoda. I don't think Mary Tyler Moore's dead. You reckon, Are you guys like so you both using your phone? Yeah, we're you both, both Googling so it So I right presume now. that you're not just texting people while we're podcasting. Oh, no, she died. 
She died in 2017. Oh, dude, that's not recent, Mom. Yeah, this is kind of all my Thanks, notes. Thanks, Michelle. Fuck, all my notes are basically around the fact that she's immortal. So this is going to really <laughs> fuck this up for me. Okay, Mom, look what you've done. Jesus. Um, but no, we're talking about the Mary Tyler Moore show. I'm going to do something that I've never done before. And this, I think, could be a new thing in our second season where we're going to give a little bit of facts before we start talking we're about gonna it. We're going to do the most minor, and by where I mean Mark. Yeah. We're going to do the most minor amount of research that one can do for a podcast for it to still stay on the podcast app. Oh, oh no, dude, 100% just... my research happens from looking at the top of the IMDb page. <laughs> I don't even go to trivia. I, I wouldn't just even read. click on it. I would get like from the, the lines that yeah. you see on Google and just like That's that literally what I got. I got the lines from Atta Wikipedia and Google. Yeah. yeah. But also just to make... Give your mum a bit of like a uh, not like not not to back her in any sense. You already told her she can do two episodes oh, in look, one episode. Let's get let's shut the hell up. Um, <laughs> our audience will never forgive you for the Cassie, double feature. Stop, stop oh, actually, me. on that note, uh, look. No, you go ahead, Andy. Just quickly, Rhoda died yeah, recently. Yeah, she did die. Who's recently. Rhoda? Why do you guys keep bringing up this person? She's in the pilot episode. She's basically. The best thing. Is yeah. she the neighbor? Yeah, yeah she's the neighbor. Fucking she's loved New her York, and New York. she was hot. She's New York. She died uh, this year in August, late August. Yeah. Which could be close to early September. Which You can't is just like say September. my mom said something wrong, but it could have been right. So let's give her well, points. Well, maybe Why is she treated better than me on this podcast? She's not. I'm just supporting your mom. Yeah. Mom, <laughs> if you're listening, she can't. So what she does is she presses an episode and then they play backwards. Wait, what? So she'll like listen to like an episode and then she's like so excited because the next one's Gilmore Girls and she loves Gilmore Girls, but she never gets to Gilmore Girls because they play backwards and she doesn't know how to press a new episode. She like needs someone to turn the episode on for her on her iPod touch. Okay, let's go back. Let's let's bring up a couple of things. The first thing is the iPod touch. (laughs) Yeah, she got it for her birthday this year. (laughs) How? From her uncle. So they, he, that, what? That was a re-gift. He re-gifted the shit out of that present. Shout they out Uncle Paul. They don't. Put, no, they none don't, of this makes sense. They don't. They don't make those anymore. Uh, dude, well, I'd assume they don't. I've never seen anyone like. I've never gone to a. Apple store and there's just like a big display of yeah. iPod touches. IPod she touches got it for exist. her 60th birthday from her Uncle yeah. Paul. Yeah, Uncle Paul. How old's Uncle Paul? Nice re-gift, bro. I want to say 70. Okay, okay. I mean, it make, it works. I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me because my dad is 70, but I don't know anymore. Yeah, well. Uh, hey, look, nine months is all, is all it takes. Is to, all it takes. For my, I don't know uh, for what my the, uncle on my mother's side to give birth to my dad. Yeah, what what did you mean by that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I was, I don't know. Fuck, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just say things oh, and then when we question them, just say you don't care. <laughs> I don't care, okay? Um, no, so she gets this iPod touch and so she like needs people to put the episode. She's like, my daughter has a podcast. She's on the street well, yelling. She just with. goes up to straight. I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's the best advertising anyone one's ever done for this honestly better than the twitter page yeah okay so she's uh, going she would have reached more people with it with for if she real. did it in she's front of two to people at least like three episodes so like more than the twitter page yeah the twitter page is garbage yeah so she says someone put on like my daughter has a podcast can you put on an episode for i me? bet you she doesn't even tell them the title she's like oh can you put on my daughter's <laughs> podcast like just assuming oh, that we're famous enough for people five thousand percent that's yeah. what she does and so they put it on and then she gets really excited. So she, she listens to the episode, 
before Gilmore Girls. I don't yeah. know what that was. Uh, I can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. I'm glad we make this. And she was really excited because she's like, once it ends, then Gilmore Girls will play. Don't know why she didn't get the people to put on Gilmore Girls. But yeah. anyway, Gilmore Girls will play. But then it played the episode before Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Oh, does she do it on Spotify? Because that's what happens on Spotify, <laughs> I think. I don't. I think she does it on Apple Podcasts. Oh, oh, who yeah. knows what the capabilities are of an yeah. iPod Touch? No one knows. They don't exist. What do you reckon? Does anyone, is, is there any interest in this story? <laughs> <laughs> like just globally? My mom's interested. <laughs> she's not even going to listen to it as well. Because <laughs> she's going to do it incorrectly. Yeah. <laughs> when my mom's on the street in a couple of weeks going like, this episode, this one. I hear they talk pretty exclusively on iPod Touches this episode. So it's relevant to me. Oh, I, wonder, I wonder how many like people actually stop. Because, you know, like it's usually, oh, can you do, oh, do, would you like to sign up to this uh you know, like, I um, used to do yeah, exactly. Uh, but your mum, it's like, hey, can you download this podcast for me? <laughs> it's just like someone's like, I, I guess. Is that all you're asking for? Because I can just press the download button, then go. Can what I do you reckon we hire? Like a whole bunch of like, oh, not older women. Well, older than us. So older, any, guy, older guys as well. Yeah, just People a whole, aren't whole bunch of savvy. like. I'm gonna say fifty to ninety year olds, mm, mm. and we just get them to go out there, like kind of like a street team. And they just get people to like play our podcast. No, they don't even get to them play. They get people to download the podcast onto a phone for them. Yeah. Yeah, they because, do that. Because they don't know. In people's exactly. Because they don't know. Then they're like, I don't know how to do. I don't know how to download podcasts. Can you download this podcast for me? Yeah. And every one of them is asking the exact same question. That's sick. And, and then people will get like, if enough old people did it, like it would become. And then they just start like posting on their social medias. <laughs> Can oh. someone help me? I can't find my podcast. No, I'd be like, hey, Barry, really cool podcast. If you could come over and download it onto <laughs> my phone. But it's a status update at the same time. I like it. Um, and That's, also, we you, don't you have You guys to have heard of the, the term guerrilla marketing, right? Yeah. yeah. This is King Kong marketing. This <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> this is how huge it is. Yeah, it's so it's just never we been done before. We also don't have to pay them because we just They're like old. old people like community groups. Mm. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a community group where you help out some struggling teens. I look like a teenager. Yeah. yeah. And we, we're struggling. So that, <laughs> that we're works. absolutely struggling. Are we, is it less interesting that we're struggling because we're all almost 30? I don't yeah. think so. I just think there's value in a street team of of older people because the young street teams like I'm not gonna if a young they're person, annoying as fuck if a young person came up to me and was like hey man I got this cool new I almost thing. assume they're just trying to get me to buy them cigarettes because exactly. that happens oh, to me wait, a what? lot. What if we get an old person to go up to a young person and say can you download this podcast for me? They download it. The old person throws the iPod <laughs> Touch on the ground, gives them a like the devil horns and goes. And and just goes like, what's up? And then runs away. <laughs> I reckon that's the best marketing there yeah, is. Definitely. I bet my mom's going to love this entire like 10 minute segment of calling her an old person, which no, I, by the way, I didn't start. Okay. I, I, will, I will clear that up. And I said older than me. And then I said 50 to 90. So pretty big, pretty big group yeah, of, of, no, of she's people. She's definitely between 50 and 90. Well, true. I really backed my, I, I covered all my bases. <laughs> I've learned on this podcast so far, if I don't cover my bases, yeah. then I can be accused of something <laughs> that I will later on edit out of the podcast. <laughs> We've always been an accusatory team. I'm going to just say this. I think it should be 50 to 59 and then 61 onwards. 
Wait, so no <gasps> 60-year-olds. Yeah, because yeah, my mom is exactly 60. Exactly. Dude. What I'm saying is um, your mom's not old. That's what I was saying because Mark's classifying all those people as old. Oh, oh yeah, I don't know. that was right. I'm old, older than 59 is all I'm saying. It is. Oh, my mom's going to hate you. What if 59's in the group of old people but 60 isn't? That just makes no, no sense. No, 60's just a random young year that yeah, you get. Yeah, dude, 60's the new year, 30. <laughs> next year when my mom turns 61, that will be the magic young year. Yeah, I'll be like, you've got a year of slacking off to pick up for a woman. You haven't been on the street team. You took your fucking year off, your 60-year break. Here's 1,000 iPod touches. I want them smashed on the ground by the end of the day. But make sure they all have downloaded our podcast yeah. first. We only I care about the numbers. Yeah. The smashing I don't care about the, the listeners, it's the stats. Okay, because if they just download it, they're not gonna they're gonna be like, Okay, cool, that old that that's the sixth old person today that's asked me to download <laughs> this podcast. Something's up. And I don't smashed know. It up but if they <laughs> smash it, devil horns. <laughs> And goes like, they don't have to say what's up. They can say whatever they want. They can, they're can. they probably going to say what's up. Yeah, or they can smash it and just be like, thanks, nerd, devil horns, <laughs> and then run away. Like, this dude's definitely going to listen to the podcast. I actually don't think it's a bad story. It actually is such a All fun, I'm saying is that such a funny advertising, advertising <laughs> has become so simplistic nowadays. You've got ads on TVs. you got ads on buses. Outdoor no ads. Outdoor yeah. advertising. Yeah. It's all the fucking same. And we've got the courage to stand up to the fucking Coca Colas of this the world, the Coca Colas of McDonald's. the McDonalds, the McDonalds, you know, Apple itself, Bunnings warehouses, <laughs> yeah. all of them, uh-huh. and we're just gonna be like, you know what, guys, we're pro Bunnings, yeah. We're not gonna do the Sausage same shit you guys are doing, okay? Billboards aren't us. Yeah. We have a street team of older, not old. <laughs> just to clarify, <laughs> just to clarify, but not older than Mark no, specifically. Ninety is which I 90 am. not old; it's just older. Yeah, I mean, all I'm saying is, you get a, you get a four. I don't trust forty-five-year-old people. No, they're gonna if they take, smash they're something. Gonna, they're, gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna yeah. look at the iPod Touch and be like, "Oh fuck yeah!" But, uh, you know, bank. I'm making bank. Yeah, they're gonna dude, take it and run. You give a forty-five-year-old an iPod Touch, they flip that on Gumtree yeah. in minutes. Yeah. Okay. Twenty dollars. Thank you very much. Boom. <laughs> that is a that is, that is a that is a liberal uh, <laughs> monetary value on an iPod Touch. I reckon you would struggle to give one away. <laughs> Free iPod Touch. <laughs> go up something like, hey man, I just I've got an abundance of iPod touches. Do you want one? Nah, dude, I'm pretty fine. My phone does yeah. all that stuff. Could, Uncle Paul phone. literally just has to wait for everyone's birthdays. Yeah. I mean Uncle Paul's <laughs> definitely gonna be our supplier. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that's why he gave out that iPod touch, because he's like sitting on a throne made out of iPod touches. <laughs> yeah. Built furniture all around. Just his waiting house. for someone to have a grassroots gorilla marketing idea around them. Grassroots gorilla marketing? Yeah. It's grassroots King Kong marketing. I'm yeah. sorry, King Kong marketing. <laughs> I have to what say can we just start up a marketing agency called King Kong Marketing? <laughs> I think it's gonna be more valuable Let's than just this quit podcast. This. Um, Get one investor all... and the investor's Paul just giving us iPod touches. So as I said, uh, this is going to be pretty standard. You know, the fa- the facts at the top of the episode, real succinct facts that we'll be able to get through. A couple <laughs> of seconds. seconds. Um, we'll only, only went to the top of the IMDb. But uh, the reason why I thought we should do this is because a lot of the episodes we basically get like halfway through. Sometimes like quite a bit into the show before we actually mention what show we're doing, which some would say is an issue. And we've never known what year it came out. Exactly. 
Um, so here's some fast facts on uh, the Mary Tyler Moore Show. The Mary Tyler Moore Show aired between the years of 1970 and 1977. It had a total of 168 episodes. Uh, the pilot episode is called Love Is All Around. Overall, this show had a 8.1 rating on IMDb, oh. with the pilot having an 8.4. Wow. Now, I think we can all agree that these ratings don't mean shit. No. Because... That's what we're here for. That's what we're here to give it an actual rating. Yeah. So People it'll be a fun who are thing. definitely, uh, uh, I guess, qualified critics. Well, yeah. Anyone anyone can put a review on uh, on IMDb. But not anyone can make this really crappy podcast out of my living room. Exactly. So basically what we're going to do. People knock on the door all through the night. They're like, can we make a podcast in your living room? And I'm like, dude, no. Not everyone can do this. That's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but what we're going to do is we can, at the end of this, we can compare it to the IMDb rating and we can just see just how wrong the public are and how much you can't trust the public because we don't believe in that. Yeah. I mean, you should just believe in three dorks in the house. <laughs> dorks? Yeah. I, I don't know I if I identify as a dork. Well, we're just sitting here watching TV shows and talking about them. It's pretty dorky. Fuck. I <laughs> thought that this was the height of cool. Like I legit <laughs> thought this was a cool thing we were doing. <laughs> yes. Embarrassing. I thought this was the first cool thing I'd ever done. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andy, why did you pick this show? Um, because I often pick shows that are kind of like more... I, I mean, to be honest, this is, I guess, pretty well known for that time. Like yes. 70s, 80s. Yeah. It, One of the most famous shows of all time. Yeah. Really. And I mean, like, did I know that before I chose it? Definitely not. Definitely not. No. Had I ever oh, heard really? of this show before? Definitely no. not. Wait, no. what? Where did you find it then? I went online and was like quirky, quirky old uh, TV shows. And it came up and I was like, sick, going to choose this one. And I've I, watched like way too many documentaries about women in comedy to not know that this show exists. Yeah, well, I didn't know it existed. Well, you didn't know it existed. No, no, oh, no. Okay, I was saying to not know because it, it, like whenever women in comedy is discussed, this show comes yeah, up. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It, like straight away. One yeah. of the facts that you, it wasn't a fact that you kind of like just went over, but it's one of like the more common parts about uh the Mary Tyler Moore show is that it's like what the first of its kind to have a female lead. Yeah. Um, and I'm she's always been known as a great comedian. Yeah. She's, actress, yeah, yeah. She's a, yeah, exactly. I'm a little bit, I think maybe at this point in the episode, it might be a good idea because I'm really worried about the amount of times Andy's going to say progressive in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we should pause. We should make a drop for every time Andy says progressive, we can hit the progressive button. And we're back. Andy's said in our little quick break that he's literally not going to say progressive. Progressive. Um. Why are you trying to ruin everyone's fun now? Because uh, I come off like a fucking dickhead if I say progressive too often. That's why it's fun for us. <laughs> <laughs> no. We're bad at timing the sound drops. No, it's really good. I'm get, I'm going to get really good and I'll just slam that motherfucking button every time anyone puts Gets it. Even if you go to say a P starting word, I'm going to slam that button. <laughs> No, you're just going to get good at reading the... Uh... Aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the issue Callum, with having us, a soundboard. It took us this long to get really fun with the soundboard. Yeah, I think I'm going to stop now because I'm going to... Be... Aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> It's always so for the listeners at home, Andy just hit the wrong button. I hit yeah. the right one as well. Yeah, that's true. He did both. <laughs> so, you know, you win some, you lose some. In this case, he did both at the same time, <laughs> which is quite impressive. Sorry, progressives. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ban myself from it because I shouldn't be doing it. Because as soon as I start doing it, we're going to have like air horns in the future. We're going to put a fucking a air horn track. is all I want. <laughs> 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 
it would be good. And it's just after I say things. Yeah, I think we can get it going. Um, in our next podcast, we do. So the the show begins with the opening intro. Yeah, which is I brought up. I think in my note, or oh, I did in my notes, the, <laughs> the first time that that's happened in any of our pilots. I think is that true? That's the thing. I don't remember, but yeah, I brought I it up. Either. Wait, what was that? So like it uh, opens with the actual intro, not the as in like the intro credits sort of. I mean, Gilmore Girls had the text on screen. Gilmore Girls before it started, but it wasn't. No, but then it had opening credits. Then it had the opening credits. Mash? Huh. No, Mash. Mash went into yeah, it. Yeah, that was the football. No, throw. that was what was so exciting yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. What about Star Trek? Uh, no. Star Trek didn't begin with it either. I think this is an yeah. actual Andy fact. Mm, thanks. I think this is a hot Andy take from Andy. Fun hot fact. take. Um, yeah, and that is it. Just kind of like leads us. I mean, in the I think this is an iconic uh, opening credit sequence. It's used. It's basically parodied in a shitload of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, basically. We're gonna make it after all. And then she throws her hat in the air. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. just like basically someone going to a new city and yeah. spinning. Um, She's and throwing their hat in the air. I've, this I've, was the first time that like shows, It shows her traveling to get to yeah. Minneapolis or Minneapolis or whatever you call it. And they, are, they actually... No one knows how to say that place. Yeah, Minneapolis. Here's a little bit of trivia I that like I actually have idea. about this. Um, they changed the end line in the opening credits. Um, so... The pilot, when we watched it, it said, you might just make it after all, after all. And then later on, they changed it to, you're gonna make it after oh, all. Oh, because I just sung, you're gonna. Yeah, it, the, in the pilot we just watched, it was, you might just make <laughs> it after all. That's so blank. You might make it, like, probably not. Yeah. I mean, that's. But a, you might, like, <laughs> anything's possible. Could happen. Could yeah. happen. Won't happen. Won't, <laughs> will not. That woman is gonna steal your apartment. She's crafty. And then that boyfriend's going to come and take you back home. Yeah. So we've just basically talked about the entire episode, <laughs> by the way. That was the entire plot of this. And hallelujah. Like, not that it was bad, but it was just really nice to put in less work than I usually do this pod, which is so little work. Yeah, but now you got to put in so, so little work. put in so little. Yeah. And for a while now, we've had some short pilots. It's been sick. Yeah, this was, a, this was I think this clocked in at about... 25.10, I think. 25.10. So this is one of our shorter ones. But mm. don't worry, I will find a way to talk about this for an hour and a half. <laughs> well, we spoke about our grassroots marketing scheme for like 15 minutes now. Did we? I was that know. recorded? Was that before we started recording? Uh, you'll have to find out when you listen to the episode. <laughs> Which I don't know. I got a lot of fucking dirt before this one as well. You were <laughs> spilling the beans and I had it recording <laughs> the whole time. I regularly, for the listeners, I regularly check before I say things to see if Mark's secretly recording I just me. don't know what your beef is with <laughs> Italians. It's just such a strange culture to hate so much. I don't hate Italians. I've seen you eat pizza. <laughs> you Numerous amount of times. You're one of those man. people that when you eat pizza, you make sure people know that it actually comes from China. You're like, it's not actually Italian. <laughs> Pizza's Chinese, in case you didn't know. Wait, is that true? Yeah. I think it's true. Really? It's, it's yeah. yeah, got some, like, credit to it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. What? I mean, Andy's fuming right now. Yeah, well, I'm <laughs> more fuming about you just not liking Italian. I never said anything about Italian. I'm over here sulking. Mark's really upset because through this podcast, everyone said something pretty offensive except for me. What did I say offensive? I think I'm... You just cut it out, Andy. Does he not just cut it out? Yeah, I cut out. Anytime I say something, but I know when I'm saying it. Also, what do I, whatever I say, it's always... Progressive. <laughs> 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 it's a good drop. Yeah. It really is. So, yeah, let's go back into this show. Um, 
this was a progressive show. <laughs> I mean, that's, it truly was. That's kind of uh, that's why I thought you picked it, Andy. I thought this was your roundabout way of say, like bringing something to the table to kind of uh, I show guess cleanse your previous than, yeah, previous yeah, sins. Showcase rather than state that I'm progressive. Um, Much like Buffy, it had a strong female lead that was in knee socks and a short skirt. She was. She was. I love the combo. Always have. You yeah. guys can't say anything about this. Um, I don't remember who you... Are we talking about Mary Tyler? Was she yeah, wearing? she was in knee, knee Boots. Okay. Okay. And I really... Sh- I don't know how you guys didn't notice this because she was hot and so was the neighbor. I think I was just too busy looking at her soul. I don't want another pretty face is what I'm saying. You don't want just anyone to hold. No, 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 no. I want Mary Tyler and her beautiful, beautiful soul. soul. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, gotcha. <laughs> Who's saying that again? Jesse McCartney. Yeah, that's it. This is a very pro McCartney <laughs> podcast. Not Paul. No. <laughs> Never. We don't Paul. want none of those Beatles up in this. Not thing. Paul. Not Stella. How's that thing Only where Jessie. like Paul McCartney thought he had like become the most famous person with his last name, and then Jesse comes out and just gives him that like that one two punch. Oh my punch. god. More like Beautiful just a soul one, of the TV one punch. show Summerland. Yeah, Beautiful soul and Summerland. That's a one-two punch oh, wait, if I've ever How have we not watched Summerland? What the fuck I is think Summerland, Summerland will have to be a future episode. It was a actually. Jesse McCartney classic. I have never never even heard of it. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. You haven't heard of the Mary Tyler Moore show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kind of hear about that before you hear about Summerland. Yeah, but I was all about uh, Jesse's tune. I've already forgotten what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this, this, as we said, it, it opens with the iconic opening. Um, and then we, you know, there's a lot of things that go on in the opening. Um, they kind of set up the, the show. You've got her driving with the street signs pointing from kind of where she's gone to where she's going. Um, you've got her arriving in a new city. Got her walking through the park. Any, I don't remember any other things that happened That's in the opening. I think that was no, basically. She throws yeah. her beret. Throws yeah. her beret in the head. Spins around. She does a spin, and then we cut to. How Z- off would you Zane be? Someone doing is the that apart? in front of you. You just be like, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah, I guess, but at the same time, like. Kind of nice. I'd be really like, I'd smile. I'd be like, that's cool. Yeah. You're too nice a person. I'd be like, excuse me. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> you were in the middle of the street. Yeah. That's a lame ass beret as no well, No one's bro. excited to come to Minneapolis. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Cold I was actually a bit snowy. confused about the setting of the city of this show. Like this feels like to me, a kind of show that would make more sense if they kind of like put it in New York. Yeah, definitely. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I thought they were in New York until they explicitly said that they weren't. But I think like the premise could be that they uh think this is maybe the only way like a female can get into a career of that kind. Look, it's actually true in the 70s there were no female like assistant producers in a New York TV station, I'm sure. That's what I was thinking. That's why but I didn't want to like But you wanted you wanted to vaguely step around it so I would say it so it well would not, be okay. Yeah, I mean like it still should be okay for me to say it. Because yeah. it's just yeah. like stating it. Because Andy can say whatever the fuck he wants. He has a <laughs> he has a microphone. Yeah. And a voice. Yeah, dude. And freedom of speech. Yeah, men don't get enough freedom of speech <laughs> but i don't know um whatever the fuck you guys say okay so like yeah then the first scene is pretty much where it starts and that's when she get, is led in mary the uh titular character of the show yeah is led into the house or an apartment sorry a vacant apartment where she's moved to literally in, the most baller apartment of yeah, all time it's dope it's sick but and but it's minneapolis yeah yeah again no one wants to live there um yeah. so she's led in there by phyllis her friend what state is minneapolis in? Best, uh, 
Minnesota. I can do a Minnesota accent. Not necessary. Um, <laughs> so so we yeah. So Mary enters to and is shown around by Phyllis, who literally is showing her the place like someone in the Wheel of Fortune, like one of the uh, co-host presenters in Wheel of Fortune is like you know like they walk around with their hands out. Yeah, but like, I don't know if Wheel of Fortune have a creepy little weird kid with them. They definitely <laughs> don't. No, <laughs> but the you know Phyllis is doing that weird presenting. The ki- creepy little kids just like telling her she's not around. That kid was like a bit of a bitch. unnerving. She was. It like was. It was an interesting. I didn't feel safe. Yeah, no, the, the kid played it very strangely. Like mm. the kid looked like the villain of the story. <laughs> she was, and she was always angry. Yeah, I'm convinced. You're not my aunt. Yeah. Later on, that kid does some shit in this show. <laughs> I reckon. I yeah, like, and she didn't have good boundaries. I'm not about it. There'll be an episode later on where, like, the whole plot of it is that Mary has to just stop the kid from smothering her every night, and that's like a real thing. That like every morning she wakes up with the kid just smothering her. But it's but it's it's Rhoda's uh it's Rhoda's idea because Rhoda yeah, wants to wants yeah. the apartment, and, and she, so likes she just Rhoda. gets yeah she He's just gets best to do it. it yeah exactly. And then I she like says Rhoda like, better than Mary. Not that I didn't like Mary, I just really liked Rhoda. The little kid says like, "You just wait. I'm getting stronger every day. <laughs> Eventually, you won't be able it's to stop me." Too. That's the scary thing about kids because they're just moving towards being able to kill you. Yeah. If you think about it. Oh, dude. In the year that I've been at my job, the amount of damage that the toddler can do to me. Has just gone up and up. Oh, dude. The bruises have literally grown. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even kidding. It used to be like he'd kick me in the shins and it'd be like, nah. And now it's like he kicks me in the shins and I get one of those bruises that changes colors for five days. Um, So, yeah, she... Kind of takes her around this dope ass apartment. It's, it's pretty sweet. It's a pretty sweet apartment. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, and then like she, uh, Phyllis, who is Mary's friend, says, "You know, this is your aunt. Ma- no, why are we giving it to this play- person? We, why don't we just give it to Rhoda, and who's the neighbor upstairs?" Um, and then uh, Phyllis is like, "This is your aunt Mary," and then Bess is like, "She's not my aunt." And then Mary's like, well, yeah. But then Mary's like trying to explain her. She's like, well, when a friend. And then Phyllis, after calling her the aunt, goes, actually, no, uh, I try and tell my my daughter the truth. You're not my uh, aunt. That was weird. Yeah. That same. It's also very indicative of parenting today. Yeah. Mm. Where they're like, you don't have to say hello or goodbye to people. It's like, you got to do what you feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. The kids always kind of like. Like the kids are kind of running the show. Like she was a very modern parent. She just didn't know yet. Who was, what was the name of the mother? Phyllis. She was pretty banging, hey? I didn't think so. I thought Rhoda was the hottest. Because I'd seen her like as an old woman and stuff. I think she is kind of old in this though. She looks the old. Yeah, she looks a bit older, but she's like the weird, like she's always plays like a weird German grandma. Like she was in Malcolm in the Middle as like a German grandma and she was in another show. that much of a memory of Malcolm in the Middle? Malcolm in the Middle was dope. I thought that was a fever dream we all blocked out. I didn't see it. Um, But yeah, she- You've never seen it at all? I've seen like episode here and there. She got pretty famous later on in her career. I'm guessing she was famous all the way up until- There's a kid in it. He's so fucking creepy. What, in Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah, the youngest one. Makes me want to die. He makes you want to die. (laughs) It's fucking hectic. (laughs) He's really upsetting. So you're saying that the best way- to murder you <laughs> would be just to you open uh, your door, put you, uh, in a, put you in a room with no you open your door and, and like that brother. child went anywhere near me. No, no, no. Let me hands touched me. Let me finish. So you open up your door and I've replaced your wall. I've wallpapered your wall with just small pictures of Dewey 
all over your wall. <laughs> that was his his name was Dewey. Name. And then I've got a mannequin on your bed. And, no. it's, and it's a Dewey mannequin. No. And then, I have to go to sleep after this. Why would you do this? And you go over and you go to push off the mannequin off your bed. And then the door shuts behind you. And the oh, actual Dewey. Off. And the adult Dewey is there wearing like a overalls and, and a diaper. <laughs> and he just and he just walks slowly towards you. And he's just like Is he just a tall version of what he used to look like? I can only assume. <laughs> Fuck that. And so he comes to you slowly. Does he have the and same he's we- he's wearing overalls. With pictures of him on the overalls. But they're covered in a bit of oil. Fuck it. No. Does he have the same voice? Yeah. And, and he's it, just saying, but he's, he's, he's just saying, where's Malcolm? And he's also carrying a cardboard cut out of him on the show when he was small. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. And so that would be the best way to kill you. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> but, but. But he's also not actually there to attack you. You just die no. of fear. That's I the kind of understand. shit that's going to make you die of fear. <laughs> I don't and he this. says things like, this is me, Dewey, in a diaper. Dewey diaper. Yeah. Diaper Dewey. No, <laughs> there's no way they didn't make so much money off the show. You yeah. don't have to do this, Dewey. You know what? You know this whole time, this is, this is going to blow your mind. <laughs> but every time I've talked about DDTing you... That was Dewey diaper time. <laughs> <laughs> that did blow my mind. Did I hate it? Yeah. I think Dewey's coming for it's, you. It's weird how like early on you called this as well. So I early know, on right? you're like, you're going to get a DDT soon. You're going to get DDT. <laughs> months, months ago, Mark was like, you're about to get DDT. <laughs> well, uh, dude, he's actually... Dog has left. He's surprisingly busy. Like in order to get Dewey's contact number for one thing, Took a while. So I called this DDT quite a while ago. What do you think he's doing right now? Well, you I can tell you exactly what he's doing. I'm pretty sure he's just he's just trying to get into his diaper. I'll tell you what he's doing, Cassie. He's getting ready. <laughs> no, I can, I can feel his presence so clearly. It makes me want to throw up. Yeah, dude. Dewey's coming for you. That's what, that's what used diapers tend to do to people. He's that kind of thing. Where, where like, I was, I was kind of egging him on at the start. It took him a while to get into it, but now it's like his life. Like that's all he has going for him is, is, is getting you. And I'm kind of trying to talk him down at this point. Like I'm giving, I'm call, he he's calling me. He's like, yo bro, when's this happening? DDT time's coming. I'm Dewey. I'm like, Dewey, you got to chill. Like I'm just it was, worried. I'm it was, worried you're gonna take this too far. Yeah, it was funny when like it was just you know, um, not physical. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, I have Reese on retainer. <laughs> Reese is gonna be all there. Of their names. He's like, I've got Reese. I'm I'm struggling to get Francis on the phone. He's pretty heavy into the Church of Scientology at the moment. And where's Malcolm? And he's like, Malcolm, Malcolm's not gonna be there. Who's Francis? Francis is the older brother. No, then who's Reese? Reese is the older brother. Reese is the one that's. There's only two. You know what? No, as far as Dewey's concerned, they're all older brothers. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's Malcolm. Reese is older than Malcolm, isn't he? It goes, it goes, Dewey, (laughs) Malcolm, Malcolm, Reese, then Reese, Francis. Is even I knew that? There was only three boys. No, there there was Malcolm was in the middle. No, no, you've said you have seen. I've seen. You know what? He was in the middle, but 
The show there could have middles. that easily been called Reese in the Middle. No, this isn't true. There it is true. Uh, Reese was at, uh, he was at military school. Wait, so they were just like, oh, there's another brother. You'll never meet him. No, well, like every single episode had like two plots going where you would see what's happening in the house and then you'd see what's happening with Francis. You are such a liar right now. I I'm can't. not. I'm not. Okay. Okay. I, I believe do you, you think on I, the Dewey is waiting outside my door. Shit. Do you think I can lie this quickly? Reese goes to uh, military school. He leaves military school to go to Alaska in Alaska because he's got yeah, this no, job. Yeah, no, I remember this entire plot. Exactly right. Yeah, but there was no other brother. There's no Francis then. You are angering Dewey right now. <laughs> Dewey's going to listen to this. Just stop, okay? <laughs> it's everything you, I can do to stop him from kicking in that fucking door right now. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so upsetting. I'm just imagining him as this, like overgrown version of what he was yeah but he's like <laughs> freakishly big he's like seven foot now <laughs> and he's still like bald he was never bald he like that he had kind of like your hair yeah <laughs> guys i got a pretty big surprise for you <laughs> you're bald i'm dewey <laughs> i think we're thinking of a different show yeah you're thinking of uh <laughs> i don't know what you're thinking of king of queens king of queens <laughs> This is Kevin James. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm so upset right now. Mall cop. I have to go to bed tonight thinking about that. Yeah, dude, all alone. That's fucked. Yeah. I don't really don't like the part where my door closes. <laughs> it's the mannequin moves and it's him. Yeah, no, the, he's not the mannequin. The no, mannequin was a diversion. Yeah, <laughs> that's when the door slams. I hate it. And I that's when Dewey goes nuts. <laughs> I really don't like this. He's, oh. As I said, I can try and turn it around, but it's... <laughs> Why would you get it this far? It's too, it's too far gone, really. You know what? It's It seemed like such a now good idea Now it's like a me. personal project to him, and I don't like that. It's 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 overtaken his entire life. Like, that's the thing. Like, look on his... Look it up. Try and find something Dewey's been in recently. He's been turning down gigs left, right, and center <laughs> because he's me. so invested. He's, he's in pretty the, much going to... He's been... It's not even in the sense that, like, an actor... We'll get into their part. Yeah. He is method for this yeah. role. I keep saying to him, Dewey, once you shut the door, what then? And he just smiles. And it's no. the most menacing smile I really I've ever don't seen. like this image. As if he was a Oh, mom. and also, make sure you don't go on his um, Instagram. Yeah, just dude. I wasn't going to. <laughs> Good, because it's full of pictures of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, there's like this visual element to this whole thing that you guys can't see because it exists inside my yeah. mind. It's horrifying. Oh no, he knows what's in your mind. Yeah. It's what's on his Instagram. Why don't you guys admit that he was bold? Yeah. Um. So the Mary Tyler Moore show. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we 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 get this introduction. There's a scary child. There's a big talk about who's going to have this apartment. Mary, yeah. kind of in this scene, I think she mentions the fact that like she's moved to a new city because uh, she's no longer with her fiance. Yep. Uh, uh, you, uh, were they fiance? Or no, just no, they were boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, they were just dating. But mm, yeah, that was the whole point. She was like, he said that I rushed into wanting to get married after two years. Yeah. Yeah. Which okay. Is maybe such I'm wrong. a funny like yeah uh, cultural well, we, time we thing. Can, yeah, yeah, we can talk about that. But it's um, but. Because I think the show is meant to be set in like the twenties. By the way, twenties or like um, absolutely it's not. It's absolutely is set it in not? the seventies. No, is because you, there was a lot of people driving around in cars. She was in knee high boots. She was in knee high boots. Typewriters in the seventies, though. Yeah. yeah. 
dude, what did you think they were using computers in the seventies? Yeah, maybe I don't know. Dude, computers oh, wait, were tell, huge tell back me in the about 70s. the computer that they used in the seventies. Was it like a MacBook? No. What was, was it? An Apple. No, dude, like, <laughs> I feel like computers were like late eighties, but I don't know shit actually. But so. even like think about when we were little kids and there was that one like big fuck off computer that sat in your house yeah. and all it yeah. could do was clip art, yeah. but you had a lot of fun. Yeah, that's true. It definitely um, wasn't set in the twenties though, or like the the people would be dressed very differently if it was in the twenties. Yeah, that's fair and enough. there'd be far more cocaine. This is when, like you said that we find out like, you know, she's moved to Minneapolis because broke up with a partner. Phyllis has stated that she signed the lease already. She's like, I've signed the lease for you. And memory's like, oh, what? I don't like, why? Why would you do that? I haven't, I hadn't even looked at the apartment. And then she's like, ah, I've got this fucking really bitch of a friend or neighbor yeah, who, who lives really upstairs. Uh, Rhoda, who um, she lives upstairs and she wants it. But I why don't like her. Why does she want it so bad? Uh, exactly. So it's she's a like, sick apartment. no. Yeah, it is sick, but like, no, but then she wrote as like, I moved I moved from, from New, York, New York where I couldn't find an apartment to here where I can't find an apartment. Where the fuck is she living? Because they did she say just she live lived on upstairs. the roof? That's what I was thinking like, the whole time. She I was lives like, in the gap are between. Are you like living up on, that's why she was like chill. Like, like crawl space. Yeah, she's just a crawl space dweller. Oh yeah. my God, with raccoons. But it's also yeah. just like. My dream. That's a desperate situation, but man. Like a real Well, no wonder she was pushing for the apartment. Yeah. So I'm really because surprised she's like, there were two people that want to live in Minneapolis at the same time. <laughs> I gotta say the there apartment's must be vacant. sick though. There like, must be vacant lots everywhere. You go in, there's like that shag carpeting. Yeah. And then there's like a oh, weird bookshelf on the, under that stair. You would have Dude, loved the 70s, man. Everybody wants an apartment with levels. Like, that's just the dream. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and a like, loft apartment. Yeah, like, even, even, even if there's two like stairs, foot, yeah. that's enough. Yeah. Like, that in cool. an apartment is and, fucking And that, that level part, that separation. There's a bookshelf yeah, in there? The bo- yeah, the, the bookshelf was dope. It was fucking awesome. So then okay, she. So you guys like, want to live in the apartment? I would live in her apartment. Yeah. Straight away. Yeah. Right so now. Let's move like, to Minneapolis. Well, yeah, then she opens the blinds and Rhoda's is there cleaning the windows. Yeah, she's cleaning the windows from the outside. It's cold out And again, out there. I'd like to state that I thought Rhoda was the hottest because this is what our podcast is about. Look, yeah, she was I mean, pretty. We could, we could do some rankings if you want of the, of the females. Rhoda, Mary, Phyllis, child. <laughs> All right. Well, obviously, I'm going childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's the exact opposite. Um, uh, move I'm right going Rhoda. Yeah, I'm going the exact same. Rhoda, Mary, Phyllis, child. Yeah. yeah What's man. with your Rhoda love? I think she was pretty. She was really pretty. Not when she was like scraggly Joe What's at the with start. Your Phyllis love. Who's Phyllis? <laughs> She's a mom that you think. So. I think I was just surprised that she was kind of banging because I've only seen her as an old lady, and that 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 that, that was enough for me. Youthful, youthful Malcolm in the Middle. Oh Granny's God, hot. No, yeah. no, we need to. So I'm going to, my no. ratings are going to be. I just got myself back together. I'm going to rate them with, uh, once again, I don't rate women. Uh. So, yeah. I got you guys again. Can you press that, slam that motherfucking button? Aggressive. Thank you, Andy. Oh yeah. my God, yeah. So yeah, we get this scene. She lets Rhoda in the house. And by the way, uh, Phyllis really treats Rhoda like, like. A piece of dirt. A piece of dirt. And we were talking about twists. Have we considered the fact that Rhoda could be a dog? Oh. I mean. <laughs> and Bess really li- The daughter. Phyllis's daughter really likes she Rhoda. She really likes Rhoda. Rhoda. No, dog. Maybe Rhoda's a raccoon. Rhoda raccoon. And that's like she lives in the crawl space between the up in the crawl space. Yeah. And then the, the kid keeps letting her in. And then Mary views her as a human as well. Yeah. Uh, like, is there a gas leak in the building? Mm, no. They're just all <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, it's that, it's that thing where, like, in, in Minnesota, um, where this is set, 
Do you guys know where Minnesota is? Uh, it's in the north of America. It's right north, up the top, north, basically northwest. Canada. Yeah, yeah. It's at the very top. It's North America. Yeah. They don't speak like normal Americans. Nah, they speak like about. They speak like Canadians, kind of. The, Minnesota. About. Yeah, I'm from yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, I got to do it. I got to do gagging it. Gagging for that. Yeah. So Minnesota. she she lets Rotor in. This is kind of like the introduction to the, the main cast, sort of. I guess yeah. I, I I think I think the newsroom dudes are pretty yeah, main cast yeah, as well. Yeah, true, true. The main female cast, main the female cast first. In it was room. powerful, and I was yeah. You get the introduction to Rhoda, and that's pretty much the first scene. Yeah, Rhoda's of. a sassy New York broad. Yeah, yeah. You can tell her accents real, real New York. She's like, right, fuck it. I'm not going to go accents ever again. I'm just not doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Minnesota. we actually we've actually got uh, <laughs> yeah, a couple good. of guests on the podcast today. Um, oh, the guests are. Yeah. Uh, um, one of them's named uh, Clarice, and she's a she's a New York woman, and her sister <laughs> Maris is from Minnesota. So, um, uh, Clarice, how are you doing? That's <laughs> and he's doing both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clarice, Clarice, who is from uh, New York, Clarice, uh, how are you? Clarice, Clarice, are you okay? Clarice. I'm from New York. Yeah, I'm from New York. <laughs> okay. Um, um, and Maris. That's right. Like My name's Clarice. I'm from New York. Impression. Yeah, Maris, what do you have to say about this? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days you're going to get through an impression. Yeah, thanks. It was better than I expected, though. The New York was better than I expected. I mean, really? I just the problem with it is I'm trying to picture doing a female voice as well, and it's always even just doing a female voice is hard. Yeah, it, it actually woke the dog up, and she's been pretty passed out. She was like, "Oh, there's a new person in the room." <laughs> New York, what? from New, New York? York, yeah, uh, yeah, that's huge. And so the next scene, she basically says that, "Oh, I have to go get a job now." Mm. So she goes down to have a job interview down at. Uh, I'm sure that one of you might have the notes written down where, what this place was called oh, quickly before. This when yeah. when they let uh, Rhoda in, Rhoda just starts like no, because Mary lets Rhoda in and Bess and Phyllis leave, right? Yeah, and then Mary uh, Rhoda starts going like, "Why are you in my apartment?" Um, all this oh, sort of dude, stuff. Your Rhoda is spot on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's in the room with us. Um, crazy. And then she's like, "I spend a whole whole month's salary on this carpet, this fresh new carpet. I'm um, cleaning <laughs> the windows and all this shit." And like Mary's like. Oh fuck! If it's actually your apartment, yeah, it's actually you can your have apartment. It. Yeah, and then you know she wrote it was straight up leave, uh, like you know lying. Yeah. I think she's from the she's streets. She's streets. Reuter man. is a bad bitch. Yeah, she's streets. I reckon she's just a gangster. Um, but then yeah, you're right. She goes um, to some TV station. Yeah, she. The next part is like she goes to a TV station. It's like I think it's called WJM yep. TV News. Dope. Um. And she's like, oh, like I'm going for a role as a secretary. Hello, excuse me, hello. And no one's really responding. Um, and then one guy is like, hello. He's like, hello. And he's like, oh, hello. Because he notices it's a, a lady. Oh, it's a lady. It's a lady. Yams. <laughs> um, what does that mean? Around that time, they would call legs yams. Oh. Like, Check out the yams on that gal. I got to oh, say. Okay. Uh, that was a good impression. Of what? <laughs> Um, a man. <laughs> I, 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 it just sounded like you saying yams. Yeah, it really did. Um, yeah, the dog's asleep again, so yeah. I guess put the dog to sleep. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it, you know, there was there was your sexism in this part, but that's that's intentional. That's what the show was doing. Yeah. I'm okay with it. I mean, I'm okay with sexism. Uh, no, because it was it was ma- it was making a point that sexist men are stupid. No. 
You think that they were supposed to be like admired? So the heroes of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, yeah, go on. This is the interesting thing about the Mary Tyler Moore show, and this has got a lot of praise, progressive, um, throughout the years because this was one of the first shows to really give you the backstory of the villains before it introduced. The protagonist. Right, so Mary's the villain. She's the villain. because yeah. I mean, Rhoda's definitely a villain. Exactly. They're, they're kind of a dynamic duo. Because they're villains. women and they're living alone and that's a bit fucked. It's unsafe. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> Dewey's going to come in a moment. <laughs> exactly. I felt very safe living alone for the last five years, but I sure don't tonight. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting night for you. Hopefully we would podcast next week. I, as I said, I do not know what he has planned. <laughs> um, yeah, he's really he's really taken it upon himself. This won't be our last episode, but this may be our last episode with me. So. <laughs> I mean, after you leave, Dewey's just going to take the apartment <laughs> and we're just going to be sitting in here with Dewey doing the podcast. <laughs> Every time he like suggests an episode, he's just like, <laughs> we're doing Malcolm again. And I'm like, oh, fuck, Dewey, we've talked about this. Like every three weeks we talk about Malcolm and he's just got like some real good behind the scenes tips, but he was like six when that show filmed. So and he's just you're like, you're only discussing the pilot every yeah. time. It's like, it's so, and he just keeps calling. Did I ever tell you guys about it? Yes. Yes. You told Dewey. Us three weeks ago. Your screen time in this one episode is like three minutes. I don't know why. Like you don't have that many stories about it. I don't see why you can't try to call him off. I've tried, dude. Like, that's the thing. I I know when shit's getting too big for me. Like, I'm like, this has gone way past what I wanted it to be. Dewey, you got to chill the fuck out. It just feels like a really unfair prank on me. Oh, dude, I'm with you. Like, I really <laughs> sympathize for you. But, like, I let Dewey out of the cage. And I don't know what to say. He's, he's, going, he's going to go ham on you. That's just facts, okay? The sooner that we both accept it, the sooner we can get on with... I don't think you're having trouble accepting this. Well, it's okay because, like, it, fans of Test Pilot, it's going to be a very different show in the future. It's going to be mostly Malcolm in the Middle based. <laughs> it's um, getting dark. Yeah, it's going to get dark. If it um, wasn't too dark before for you. Season two is going to be a dark one. It's going to be lighter than it is dark, I mean, depending on where you are. And the thing the is, in the world, <laughs> Dewey's going to have a lot of opinions. Like it will be like he's he'll be talking about how good Malcolm in the Middle is, and then every now and then he'll just drop into how much bullshit Breaking Bad is. He's just like that bullshit Breaking Bad show. Fuck that Cranston dude. Because he's not happy with the fact that Brian went on and it did Breaking off. Bad because he was pretty convinced that they but were going to But he's okay do with Patricia doing the middle. Yeah. that was... that was. He was like, this is shit. the same show. <laughs> so, like, I'm okay with her doing this. Yeah. Um, and he tried to get it. He tried to get the Dewey role on that show. Um, <laughs> but they said... Oh. They they basically... The, the note from the studio was, nah, that's fucked. <laughs> when they saw Dewey <laughs> come in and audition, they were just like, nah, that's just it fucked. It is fucked. Dewey being in anything is fucked. That's why you don't see him in anything. Can people write in? Because there's no way there were four brothers in that fucking show. <laughs> 100% there were four brothers. It's such a fucking lie. It's Malcolm in the middle. There's three of them. Obviously, like we just discussed, Mary enters the, uh, it's like an office scene where she's just going for her job. Uh, typewriters, again, they're all typing on typewriters. Because um, it's said in the 20s. Yeah, the 20s, like I said, because you are both wrong and I'm the smartest and obviously I'm like a big <laughs> fucking idiot. She meets this, she's like, has an interaction with this creepy as fuck dude who just like only notices her because she's a lady. I didn't really get that much of a creepy vibe from him. Is it that was just me? I thought he creepy. was kind of nice. Wait, the creepy, boss? But he, no, 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 the other, the other guy. guy. 
But he was oh, he was super attention. he was super theatrical as well. Yeah, he was like it's been filled. Like he's like she's like I'm going for this role as a secretary. He's like it's been filled. Yeah, she, she's like well are you sure? I mean like I'm here for the interview. He's like it's been filled. I, like, I thought him. he was just he's a like, dick. I don't know why you liked him. I just thought he he represented the everyman. <laughs> <laughs> You're like oh he's being mean to that girl. I do that once a week on a podcast. Exactly. And then uh, uh Mary. Is like okay or whatever. I guess I'll. I mean, like she goes to ask someone else, and then she's like, "Oh, look, I'm here for a secretary role." And then he, he's like, "Again, it's like uh, it's been filled." And then the the typewriter, creepy typewriter man, uh, gets told by Mister Grant, who is the owner of the uh, or you know, the boss of the yeah. um the the TV news, is like, "Look, let uh, let Mister Grant decide that." And then takes her off into a room. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, thanks. When's Mr. Grant getting in? He shuts the door and... He's like, he's here. Yeah, he's there here. Was some, there was some clever writing in yeah, the scene. Like it was written really cleverly the way that they did. They did this thing where he was asking her questions that were really personal. She didn't really want to answer the questions. And they did this thing where she was answering questions from a couple of questions. Yeah, ago one, one like she was one like pre- weighing up. One previous yeah, each yeah. time. It was clever. The writing was because clever. Because every time part. the questions become more inappropriate, she's like, I guess I may as well answer the one before. Yeah, the previous yeah, one. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, it, was, the, it was well done. Yeah, the crux of this scene is basically he tells her the secretary role is filled, but she can have a role as a yeah, executive pro- associate, associate producer, producer. Mm-hmm. Um, which pays less than the uh, secretary role. Which is Great gag at the end where he was like, if you want to be paid even less, you can be a producer. Yeah. It was funny. There was, yeah. a, there was yeah. a good couple of gags in this uh, in this show and in this scene. Um, and you could see where it was going as an enjoyable comedy. Yeah. Oh, no, I, 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 quite, I quite enjoyed it. A uh, little bit of trivia about this because I read some trivia. Um, so Rhoda got a spinoff. Yeah. Um, oh, what was it yeah. called? It was called Rhoda. It was called um, Rhoda. And that Phyllis ran... Phyllis got a spin-off I as think well? Phyllis got a spin-off. And no, so did Phyllis. And yeah, and then so Not did... Not the child. No, no, no. Phyllis, the the, uh, the mum. Yeah. And but so, I, I hope they get And so did out. Mr. Grant. Mr. Grant. All three of them got yeah. spin-offs, same characters. Yeah. Different situations. They all, they all lasted more than a year. So most of well, them three. The Mr. Grant one lasted for fucking Five. years. Yeah. Like that one went for what quite a while. What was it called? Uh, I think it was called his name. Yeah, Lou Grant or something. Yeah, it was called Louis, Louis Tam. <laughs> I cannot see him carrying his own show, but more power to him. I, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Men do not get enough leading roles. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. There was yeah. far. I just wanted to see more him, basically, <laughs> when I was watching this. You're like, what's Lou doing? Yeah. Every scene where he wasn't in, I just, I just literally turned the other way. I just wondered about him the whole time. Yeah, I was, I was like, like what's okay? the point in what's watching Lou this? Doing? Where's Lou? Um, and yeah, that's pretty much where the the I guess the office scene ends, and then we go to scene three, which is back in the apartment, and Phyllis and Bess, the daughter, have been furnishing the apartment, and it looks like shit, and like uh, yeah, well, like just Bess was doing it, and she's fucked up. What's her name? It. Bess. Bess. Like B E double S. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's that's how I type it's it like, in. um, yeah, dude. A nickname for 1920s, remember? It was weird as fuck. Oh, Beth? No, or Beth. Beth. No, there's like 50 million nicknames for Elizabeth. And I didn't like them. this kid. I no didn't really like this kid. I didn't really like the, the whole, I don't know what they were going with it as well because like it just kind of stops scenes a lot like when she went and sat down and was like oh i got a new job today she's like no you have to tell yeah, this weird Bess. fucking kid yeah, who's how just much you like the apartment and when you do you know that um whole story about that family in america and they adopted that child but it turned out that she was actually yeah like yeah a little person who was trying to kill them yeah that's best 
No, that definitely tracks. Yeah. Now that I'm watching this, and they should have known. Like, they, yeah, had right. those parents watched the Mary Tyler Moore show, they'd be like, "Oh shit!" They wouldn't, wait, yeah. wait, wait. So they no, this doctor. actually happened. Oh, no, so no, no, this is no, for no, real, real, not for play, play. No, I get it. So a family, yeah, adopted a little. They thought they were adopting a child, but it was actually a 30 year old little person. And that 30 year old tried to kill the family. She tried to like kill the mum and fuck the dad. Yeah, constantly. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they made a movie about it. It's just a lucky bag when you go to adoption. Like that yeah. happens like forty percent of the time. <laughs> so you're At actually playing. Least. You're playing into their favor. No, like the odds are you're gonna get just a little kid, <laughs> but that you get that forty percent of the time where it's just two out of two out of five, man. Yeah, it's okay. It's a pretty good odd. Like it's not great. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. The, like look, what? What is? What's the, the alternative? Little, the what's the alternative? Be an adult a child and doesn't have to be vengeful in every scenario. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like. 60% of the time, child. Yeah. 40% of the time, little person. Uh-huh. 20% of that time, yeah. murderous little person. Yeah, okay. So one out, of, one out of the five 40% of the time situations, it's a murderous little person. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the maths is there and, you know, you're, you're definitely, odds are you're not going to get a psychotic little person. <laughs> uh-huh. But it happens. And that's, that's the thing. That's and why you have to- Uncommon happens more than you'd think. Yeah, right. <laughs> I gotta say, I was fudging the numbers a lot there <laughs> because I know you're gonna adopt one day, Andy, and I don't want to freak you out because I feel like we've scared enough people with this podcast. This has been a very spooky podcast. <laughs> I didn't think it would be as spooky <gasps> as it was. Dude, isn't it gonna be released like Halloween? It is. Is this getting released on Halloween? It is. Nah, Halloween sex Thursday. Oh, can you imagine had we not been dumb shits and we did a spooky show? Like that's. That's what we should be that's doing. Strate- that's strategic King Kong marketing. But I also don't get why all the spookiness, I guess now we're picking on Andy with the child thing, but most of the spookiness has been around giving me nightmares. Yeah, but that's only because yeah. you're scared of Dewey. Yeah. Oh, just stop saying his name. Also, I Googled the word. His we're name talking. is There's Dewey. absolutely four children. I don't know how I didn't know that. And, and does yes. Dewey have hair? <laughs> <laughs> There's only a photo of him old, and it really upset old, me. Like an old man, Dewey. <laughs> So he doesn't like, have hair? When age is now and it upset me because I just immediately imagined him in my room and fuck you, Mark. Can you imagine if they made a show called Old Man Dewey and they just waited like <laughs> fucking 70 years after Malcolm in the Middle just to make Old Man Dewey? That sounds like something you'd do. King Kong marketing. <laughs> Happy Halloween, guys. Like 40 years from now, we're releasing our first ever TV pilot, Old Man Dewey. <laughs> It will be horrific. I will not be involved in this project. You'll but be yeah, dead. Happy yeah. Halloween. Um, so far, it's been spooky as shit. For you. Uh, yeah. So anyway, they've done the furnishing. It's fucking awful. And feel, and then uh, Mary's trying to tell Phyllis how her day was. She's like, I got a job and yeah, like, I'm she's doing quite this. excited. Yeah, she's super keen. Obviously hasn't really paid attention to the furnishings because she's like super, super excited. She's just trying not to pay attention yeah, to the child. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's one of those situations where you don't give them good or bad attention. You just hope they don't notice you're there. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of hard because she just entered the room. But um, then Phyllis <laughs> is like... immediately dropped like 20 degrees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Phyllis is uh, not really paying attention to Mary, what she's saying about her new job. She's like not concerned at all. And then Mary's like, what the fuck? Like, why aren't you paying attention yeah, to what Phyllis I'm saying? Yeah, Phyllis is annoying as fuck. And then she's like, you haven't acknowledged the epic job my daughter's done and it's like well the job sucks that's why i haven't acknowledged it plus yeah. i got a job plus baby. your daughter's a midget <laughs> yeah well, she's fucking terrifying and she's gonna that's writing as a child yeah. yeah how haven't you known this please call the police <laughs> um and yeah so then i guess 
that that's the scene, really. It's pretty. Well, no, shit. There's, there's, there's the ending of this scene where basically Phyllis she's is a hella psyched to tell her that her uh, her ex boyfriend's coming to town. Oh yeah, that's um, right. So that and was then the like daughter the, says it. Yeah, the daughter kind of breaks the news, and she's like, "How dare you break that news? That yeah. was my news yeah. to break." And she's really excited to tell her because I she's think like, at the you end need of the to get day, married. I think like, yeah, she wants to, this to be kind of like a married pad, which. Wouldn't happen, actually. Which is so... But also, going back to, like, what originally... Like, Cassie brought up about the two years thing. It is such, like, a... I was like, what the fuck? Like, two years is... But in that... So in little those time. days, it would have been, like, a really long well, time. Well, as, as you guys have established, that's, like... Holy shit, that's, like, 50 years ago now. Well, anyway, 50 years ago is... A, yeah, I guess. But 70s... Surely the 70s... Actually, no, you're right. Yeah. No, just, like, two years would have been, like... Yeah, no, you're right. What, are you waiting for totally, our like, yeah, to die? Totally. Tw- um, She's crazy. Tw- this show came out 50 years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's mental. It's crazy. But when you think about that, like, if anyone I know... Actually, I'm about to go to a wedding of people who have been together for, like, two years. And I was like, oh, dude, that's wild. You know nothing about them. They're probably a midget. <laughs> yeah. I don't or know if you should be saying that word. <laughs> or it's doing. shouldn't be saying you don't say that. I think Pro- we were doing well with little person. I yeah. said it first. I said little person first. I also said the bad word first. Um little person mass. Yeah, we had to we had to edit out when you said the N word. Um <laughs> I've was, never said the N word in my entire life. I have proof you have. I have not. I've, and I'm gonna be releasing it. <laughs> it's gonna be like the Panama papers. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like even with you having the masters of these podcasts, yeah. I could pull up dirt on you faster. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. There's a lot of dirt out there. Um, yeah. So then, I mean, the screen goes black in scene four and that's when they're still in the apartment, but it's morning and uh, Mary's making her bed and the door opens. Wait, I don't remember like, this scene. And it's like, but she hears the, the door, like the key getting in the lock and she's like, what the fuck? And then the door opens and in comes Rhoda yeah, with, the lock, with the locksmith. Oh yeah, because she's, she's like, trying to change the locks. Yeah. Yeah. This is my worst yeah. nightmare is that I think any locksmith can enter any house they want. Yeah, how come there's never been a locksmith murderer? I think about this all the time and that is why I, I used to triple lock my door, but then I pulled the chain lock off. Guys, yeah. I'm not sure if like this podcast is somehow going out to the masses, but do we just posted a smile and a set of <laughs> keys on Instagram? <laughs> I posted. He posted his like locksmith certification <laughs> <Yeah>. document, <laughs> being like, "I've trained for this." <laughs> I think it's happening. Why? <laughs> do you reckon as soon as someone goes to become a locksmith, they have to like undertake some sort of like criminal background check? Maybe. I don't believe so. Probably not. Yeah. I've called many locksmiths and none of them look like And 90% of the time they've tried to kill you. <laughs> yes. Uh, Rhonda comes in, Rhoda comes in, breaking and entering, gets a locksmith to do it. So, um, you know, it wasn't breaking and entering because a locksmith did it, I guess. Yeah. And then she's like, he's like, fuck, if I knew it was, you didn't actually own the place. I wouldn't have done this. Yeah, and then, so can I have your driver's license? She's like, no, I'm not giving you my driver's license. But also, so has a locksmith ever asked you for ID? It's true. I've no. never had to use a locksmith because I just bring my keys with me places. Are you serious? Mm. Yeah, I'm clever. I've had to use a locksmith here like four times. I've never done it. Um, really? No. But, and then he just oh. instead becomes another creep on this episode of a, um, a, t- a TV pilot and then just mesmerize, like, mem- mesmerizes, memorizes her face by getting real close and personal. He's like, I'm going to memorize your face then. I thought that <laughs> was like funny. That gets gave me in giggles. There. Yeah, it gave me a laugh as well, actually. Yeah. He's like, you got a small mole in your right cheek and then walks off <laughs> out the door. It was a power move. Yeah, it was huge. 
Um, and that, and then like Mary is a bit like is calling. Oh, sorry, uh, Rod is calling like Mary preppy. They have a few gags together. They we're establish just, we're just sowing the seeds. Yeah, to a great re- yeah. In they the sta- exactly. They establish that there's going to be a like a relationship here. Yeah, they like speak about the fact that like um she they sort of both find each other annoying but acute annoying and then like road is like all right bye and then just walks yeah, out this is kind she of the breaks first in time. for no apparent reason then just walks out <laughs> this is kind of the first time where like they're not just complete assholes together yeah. like i just does is this the scene I where don't think mary was ever an asshole well, yeah yeah, yeah sure. i don't think she was incredibly accommodating of yeah. this woman who was trying to destroy her life and the child was this yeah, the scene and she where mary kind of spilled the, the beans a, a little as well where she like kind of told her like no nah, that was like, we skipped over that oh, that we can, no, bring it back about no, like she just kind of tells rhoda like hey i'm out here because of my dumb dumb husband yeah et cetera, et cetera. and, and rhoda's like you can see rhoda kind of like seems like she's interested because maybe she's like yeah fuck men but then she's just like i don't couldn't care less get the fuck out of my apartment yeah true 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 yeah and then really, i mean that's because she's trying to be a hard ass and then like she's mary's a bad like, bitch yeah mary's like you know what fuck you and tries to assert dominance and then oh yeah that was a funny scene yeah. where she's yeah she's like uh you think you're all that and like yeah it their is, chemistry it. was the best part yeah, yeah absolutely and then we've and got they were both hot the next scene that's the op- and back back to the office and mary's first day in the job and she's uh sharpening pencils yeah she's got no work to do mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. she keeps asking for work nothing comes and then she's like instead she starts breaking pencils to resharpen them yeah i thought that was pretty funny uh and this in this scene like the one i mean the main funny part about this scene was then the boss makes gets a call from mary and then she's like oh it's your wife she said she's going to your sister's for a month and he's like oh that's right she's going to my uh that's right yeah she'll be away for a month uh tell her i'll call her back when she um she you know she lands so like a month later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real funny. Or like, uh, we'll talk when she gets back. Yeah, or that's it. Like yeah, that, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that was a better Gags. better uh, punchline. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I think I should write for the Mary Tyler yeah. Moore show. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure that was the punchline. I just fucking ruined it. Yeah, so then we move on to the, ne- and that's pretty much the end of that office scene. We move on to the another like the next scene, which is like her back at the, at the apartment. And this is like pretty much the final scene yeah. of the show. Yeah, it is. Um, and then she's like rearranged the apartment. Looks fucking spectacular. Yeah, she looks super dope now. She's a bit worried because her her boyfriend. She this is the night he's coming home um, yeah. to have a chat to her. Well, not home to her new house to have a chat. She's a bit nervous about that. They're sort of like not together. Like I guess no, it's no, not no. like a stab. Well, but they're like, not they're not broken up yeah. at this point. I think it's I think kind it's of like, like well, a they break. were broken yeah. up, they're but then he's come, so it's like, what does this mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. And maybe she's not completely over him yet. The, the, all this is all this is lingering at this point. Yeah, and then Phyllis reestablishes that she wants um. It's like Phyllis is in there talking to Mary, and Phyllis is like, "You need to marry Bill." It's like marriage is good. I want someone else to be married so they can feel the bloody pain of marriage and like yeah. she goes into like how like boring it is and like all I this feel stuff. like married people are like that though yeah. like they're really trying to sell marriage to you while also like simultaneously complaining about marriage yeah well yeah I'm pretty sure that's what the show Everybody Loves Raymond was completely about oh my god I love that show that was the entire premise to the entire show fuck it Deborah. Deborah hath my heart so yeah this is kind of she's discussing the fact that uh she should she should get married then we get uh the doorbell ringing doorbell rings we're to assume that this is uh, bill the the boyfriend or ex-boyfriend but it is not it is the boss grant 
and he arrives drunk. He drunk as shit. He's super drunk. I enjoyed him in this scene. I did. I thought it was a bad drunk scene. Yeah, but like it's always no. But a it bad was really cute because he like really likes you. Oh life. yeah, that like, was like you expect him super to be drunk and sleazy. Yeah, yeah. But He just comes in to like talk about how much he misses his wife who's away. Yeah, yeah. He's so like, that's you what got, I wrote. You got there, like, like he comes off as creepy. Yeah, and then he's like, but my wife's is better. Yeah, it's the best in the world. And then he it's pretty much just, and then he sits down to write a love letter to his wife. So adorable. It was it subverted expectations. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was yeah. very Some well. Some might say it's progressive. Slam that motherfucking button, Andy. Progressive. <laughs> Good slam. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Um, didn't fuck that up at all. Yeah, I think I really didn't think I hit it the first time. Um, yeah, so it does. Yeah, so he's super drunk. And then um, he talks about like, uh, he's like, yo, Jeremy, he types his letter. And then <laughs> fucking... He's he's such a he's such a weirdo in this. He starts then Bill comes in. And he starts Bill and Mary start having a chat about certain things, and then Mary uh, and each time they're saying something, Bill starts writing that down in the letter because it's real kind of cute. He's in the uh, the boss is in the background, drunk as shit, like typing. writing typing out a letter to his wife yeah. while at the same time Bill and Mary are having their their little chat about whether they should get back together or not. In at the start Bill brings her flowers by the way. They're not for her though, yeah. yeah. They, and he's like don't read the letter and like they make it seem more playful and he's like yeah and she's like oh what'd you write did you get all smoochy and, he's, and it's she opens it and it's from someone to one of the patients it's to of his Bill's. uncle or some shit. It's from the patient. Oh really? Yeah, it's like a patient's diseased flowers. Um, Deceased flowers. Well, that's the gag that Grant makes at the end. Um, it's real, like yeah. And anyway, so like while like while they were like talking, Bill, well, Bill and Mary are talking about whether they should get back together or not. They're saying all these lovely dovey things, which uh, Grant is just reciting and placing into his um, placing into his letter to his wife. Um, then they have like a really awkward interaction. Grant comes back. Um, Grant like Grant leaves, and he's like, "Well, I'm done." Then leaves. He goes to get fucked more fucked up, I guess. No, he says he goes to tie one on, and I had to. Re- this was confusing. I had to because he said, this. "I'm gonna go tie one on." Yeah, and the crowd lost. Yeah, it. Like, this went- was without a doubt the biggest reaction that anything yeah. got in this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I, I had no idea what that meant. I thought it was whacking off. To me, it off. sounds yeah, so like, to I me it thought, sounds like heroin. No, so yeah. I thought it was whacking off and it got the crowd's reaction. And they're like, you can't say that on TV. But obviously they did and thought it was hilarious. And then I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, what does it mean? It means to go get more drunk, to drink more. Oh. Uh, so like to, it uh, it was like, hard, it's a, generally hard liquor or hardish liquor. I um, reckon it would be funnier if, if it, it was, was to whack off. off. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like... It's going to go whack off now. <laughs> it's a funnier joke than drinking more. Uh, hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's crazy that that killed so hard. Yeah. yeah, they like the crowd loved it. They were like, that is the funniest joke. Alcoholism, baby. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the enablers. And then so like Bill and Mary are still talking about shit. Grant comes back in. Bill leaves. Grant's a funny dude. Alludes to the fact that the flowers are potentially diseased. Well, kind of the most important part that you, that we skipped over a bit here is that there's a moment between Mary and Bill where everything's kind of up in the air and then she mentions to Bill, like, she's like, oh, I'm, I'm not doing this or something like that. Well, no, he says, she's like, you're oh. really good at words. And she's like, I'm terrible at goodbyes. Yeah, yeah, I'm terrible at goodbyes. And then he's like, wait, did you say goodbye to me? And she's like, yeah, I did, so out. And this is, you know. It was really awkward. It was just kind of like an awkward scene. We got an independent woman now. Yeah. An independent yeah. woman killing in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Because before she might have made it after all, but now she's going to make it She's going to make it after all. all. Yeah. She's in Minneapolis. Uh, she's got a job. Oh, as nice. an executive Back producer, 
we're kicking off the Mary Associ- Tyler Moore show. Associate producer. Whatever. And we're then, kicking uh, off the Mary Tyler Moore yeah, show. Yeah, and then so la- the very end is like when Grant leaves and Rhoda is at the door waiting and uh, Grant's like, see ya. No, or hey. Yeah. And then she's like, the fuck is that? Was that Bill? I bloody hope not because that guy was ugly as fuck. And then the two sort of bond. And that's verbatim as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is the script. Yeah, that's word for word. Then the two sort of bond and Rhoda's like says something disconcerting, <laughs> real concerning about the fact that the heating duct um, leads all the way up to her, her the roof, by the way. Yeah, because she lives she in lives. the cubby hole. Yeah, exactly. She's <laughs> like, I can hear everything. It leads, I'm like, Fuck! You I'm live a on raccoon th- that lives in your roof. Firstly, yeah, you obviously just live in the roof, which is like sad as fuck. Yeah, but that's also, why she wanted the apartment yeah, so bad yeah. because she did her hard time but living in also, the roof. I want to watch her spin off and just see if she gets an apartment. <laughs> but it's also awful for Mary because then it's like Rhoda can hear everything I'm that goes on in my apartment. I have a feeling that they're gonna like share the apartment in the future. Like so in future episodes, I think they're sharing the apartment. Ooh. How are they sleeping like top to tail? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Tops okay. and tails. What, so you reckon there's no actual bedroom? Well, was it was there a bedroom? I no, didn't see it. Like no. I feel like maybe like it's a pilot, so you only really see the lounge room. So I'm okay with it being a two bedroom apartment and then like maybe Rhoda sleeps in one room, but she sleeps why, in the other. Why oh she Mary did say that she'd like hadn't received all her um furniture, furniture yet. So yeah. maybe the bed hadn't arrived because she was sleeping on like a fold out. Yeah. I'm not sure. And that's basically the Mary Tyler Moore show. It was uh, written and created by James L. Brooks and Alan Burns. Directed something really interesting about this show because James L. Brooks is older than I thought he was. Um, James L. Brooks is basically one of the creators of The Simpsons. Oh, um, okay. And he's like one of the head writers of The Simpsons and has been since the beginning of the show. Yeah, I'd oh. heard his name before, which is why I wrote it down. Yeah, and so like he basically, so for someone who kind of killed it in the early 90s with The Simpsons, like go on his IMDb, it's pretty crazy. So we're talking he did, he had a show before this, he had this show, Mary Tyler Moore, he did all the spinoffs as, as the creator, head writer. He did Taxi, which was another huge show. Mm. Um, Danny DeVito, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he had a shit like he's his career is huge um, and he must be one of the richest people in the world or something like that because he has had so many successful shows. I feel like Taxi is another one that gets cited as like the history, like important history of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this 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 does this show as well. So, Andy, uh, what are you giving this one? Look, I thought that was funny. It was I enjoyed it. Certain things I didn't like about it. I just thought like some of the acting was a little dull, but it also like even by the, you know, by the actors that it produced, I thought good comedy scenes as well it was like a little dull at times yeah i'm i'm gonna give it like a 6.7 or a 6. Point, i'm gonna go 6.8 6.8 6. no nah, 6.7 6.7 cassie it's yeah. a six for me i think this is one where we're pretty unified front on this uh we're all gonna give it around the same i'm gonna go 6.5 yeah. it's about that i think that it, there's a lot of potential for this show in the future as far as a pilot goes i thought it was very charming I thought you meant like in the future. I was like, dude, it's ending. No, no. <laughs> um, I think it was it was charming. It was I would continue watching. Um, and it's a pretty old show that I didn't think I'd be interested in that much. Yeah. So next week, this is a f- another one of the a fan write in uh, suggestion. Next week we will be doing the pilot to the series Chuck, and we may or may not have a special guest or two for that one, so we'll we'll leave it at that. Thank you for listening. Uh, as always, you can rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever podcast app you use. Uh, it would be super helpful. Uh, we're in our second season now, so, you know, 
we want to get as many people listening as possible because we're sellouts. Um, we want to sell out and yeah, honestly, rate review, but not sell even your like dodgy products with us. Not even yeah. like to sell out in terms of like make money. We just want someone to purchase it of us. Yeah, so we don't have to. We do don't it. have oh. to do it again. Like, God, yeah. um, we take, don't know if I'm going to make it past tonight. Yeah. yeah. And on that note, happy Halloween, everyone. Very spooky Halloween. Um, also send in suggestions to testpilotpodcast at gmail.com. if you want to come on the podcast. Let us know and you're more than welcome to come on. Thank you so much for listening once again. Have a very spooky Halloween and uh, I pray that you don't get Dewey at your door tonight. (laughs) You don't get Dewey doored. You. Thank you for listening.